Welcome to Never End the Story, Arnie April, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, voted best solo twin. I'm Chris, uh, and I can't count how many times I've been outdone by nihilism. I'm Connor, a being that subsists exclusively on pizza. I'm Jeff, and I'm the trash man. (laughs) And I'm Tepper. Please let me out of this trunk. It's very cold. At the very least, can you put a portable heater in here for me? No, we run the we run the car while the movies are on. That's what you get. <laughs> Please, it's cold. It's so this cold. week we'll be watching Twins, directed by Yvonne uh, Reitman, released in 1988. I was told that's how his name is said. Is that Ivan? It's uh, according to the internet, it's Yvonne. Ooh, Yvonne Reitman. Yes, oh, okay. he's Yvonne Reitman. Slavic. That's what I've been told. Uh, Schwarzenegger earned more money from Twins than any of the Terminator movies. Damn. Damn. Did he have, like, a different deal? Uh, he had, like, 20% of the profits. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Um, I don't know if that still holds up. Like, maybe he made more on Genesis. I don't know when this fact is from, but... Jeff brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, two words. Danny DeVito. (laughs) Honey, <laughs> April doesn't matter. Danny DeVito. I mean, I know that's the only reason we have Connor here. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? No, I think I've seen this when I was a kid, but I mean, like a little kid, and I wasn't really paying attention because it was an adult movie. Hmm. That was... also might have been Junior. I'm not sure. Fair. Pretty sure I only I've only seen this once. It's not like this was a movie I loved as a kid, but I'm hoping that like some of the humor holds up and it's not I mean, all just like easy gags as an adult i love danny devito so i'm i'm excited for that i don't think he was the sort of filthy weird little character that we love him as yeah because I mean, that's the thing now is danny devito in my head is like the same character in every movie so he just is frank reynolds in everything that he's in frank reynolds as the penguin in batman yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like, like that's something he would do? He'd get real high, dress up as a penguin for a week, and like run into some weird fetish people? Like, it wouldn't be like the first time that's happened in Always Sunny. Not the penguin thing, but the rest of it. I've seen some of this movie. I definitely saw pieces of it on TV. Might have been the whole thing. Might have been half of it. Might have been out of order. I definitely remember scenes of Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger together. Uh, just because of what we were just Although talking about. Although I might about. also be thinking of Junior. I'm curious, what was the rating on this movie? Is that on the poster or anything? Oh, like... Uh, like yeah, like um, the age rating. Age rating. Um... I'm just curious, because especially uh, for us in Canada, sometimes our sometimes our ratings are like one below. So something's like PG-13 in the States, it's like G in Canada. Yeah, because we have slightly uh, different standards. IMDb says PG. Okay, yeah, makes sense. I would have figured like PG or maybe there's some there's some more adult humor they try to slip in there. Also, the genres it falls into surprised me, and I will not say them out loud. Um, yeah. We'll now show Tepper the poster for the movie for the first time. I will say I. Not thinking, spoiled uh, part of this movie to Tepper, although yep. he would probably have been able to parse it out from this poster. All right, so uh, at the top of the poster in uh, red, red, um, uh, it says Schwarzenegger, DeVito, below that in even bigger, uh, Twins, and then uh, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. In uh, matching clothes with Danny DeVito leaning on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, in black text on the right, it says, Only their mother can tell them apart. And then I think... That's uh, honestly the entire poster. Yeah, that's it. No, it's no, just... no. Read all the credits, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Tepper reads movie posters. It's my favorite weekly dose of ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Who's the director of photography for this, please? Uh, Yvonne... 
Uh, well, I, I was like not necessarily paying attention to John when he was saying the name <laughs> of, the, of the director, but Yvonne uh, Reitman film. Um, we said it every year. I believe it's Yvonne Reitman. <laughs> Names are right hard. Right mean. Um, that it's, it's uh, twins, Kelly Preston, Chloe Webb. Oh, he's actually doing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Uh, I'll I'll stop it now, uh, Um, because I'm sure you guys weren't serious about me actually reading the whole thing. Tepper, who do you think the main character is? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Easily. And then, yeah, probably, like, it's, um, probably, like, a, uh, like, the two main characters are, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. That seems like an an uh, out-of-the-ballpark guess. I know, right? Like, what do you think uh, this movie's about? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito being twins and getting up to weird stuff. Um, so, uh, this hasn't happened before, but I have bonus posters because I could not not share these. Do uh, it. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> the marketing team for this the... movie was brilliant. <laughs> Oh my god. Those yeah, are that's really beautiful. Good. That's almost like some kind of like like I would go to like a modern art exhibit and expect to just see that and it's somebody, like what does it mean? Somebody please describe these for the listener. <laughs> Unless someone else is dying to do so, I'll Oh, I'll I, do I it. would love to. Okay. I, I can do better than Tepper. The poster features a background of a clear sky filled with clouds. Wow, well, I'm dumb. Clear, clear sky, sky filled with clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I went into this without a script. Basically, the Schwarzenegger poster says DeVito, and the poster with DeVito on it says Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That's what we were referring to. Their marketing team did a good job. Yeah, it's very good. Were you yeah. trying to do an imitation of me? No, that was my ASMR. I was gonna, okay, good. I was going to do a better job than you. Wow. It's not. Hard, yeah, it's but, not. You know. It's not an imitation. Wow, it's wow. An do you have a problem with how I do my poster descriptions? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So those bonus posters, you're welcome. What? Uh, what the fuck is this movie about? It's about. It's about a pair of twins. Yeah. Yeah, but why? Clearly why, identical like... twins. Okay. Yeah. Fine. They're twins. So what? Is this just we're just gonna follow them around? Like. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Yeah, day in the life of twins. This is actually a documentary. I don't fully remember, but like I said, I read the genres, which are a bit of a spoiler, so I will not share. This is 100% just one of those boring documentaries where we follow like twins around <laughs> and just go through their day. Apparently a pair of real twins was reunited with their father when they saw them as an extra in the scene. Good. Huh. Uh, uh, all right. That was just another that, piece of trivia. That's some real Hollywood magic right there. Yeah. Hmm. All right, we'll see you after the film. This uh, must be where you made the milkshake. We weren't making milkshakes. We're making the most fully developed human the world has ever seen. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Mixed feelings. It felt like it was a movie that was trying to be three different movies, and none of them really went together. Which three? There was, like, this romantic comedy thing going on, but also, like, this weird action thing going on, and also, yeah. like, this family story. You're you're forgetting the fantasy film about how twins can, like, <laughs> feel each other's faces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're actually Pathfinder summoners, uh, turns out. Wait, so which one's the summoner and which one's the Adelon? I mean, the first one that comes out has to be the summoner. Right. Yeah. Danny DeVito is obviously the Adelon. Oh, but it's, <laughs> I, I like it the other way around where it's Danny DeVito that can summon a big buff dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's... Because then it'd be like having a stand. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was where it was no. going to go. Of course. <laughs> but the summoner has to, like, exist first because the Eidolon is just their imaginary friend made real. Which is exactly what happens in this movie. At age 35, Schwarzenegger unlocks imagination. Yeah. Anyway, like, I I agree with uh, Connor's criticism of this. Yeah, it's like... 
it's it's a weird movie because like some parts of it worked other parts of it didn't also it was like it felt like a frankenstein to an extent like there's just all these like weird like super science with (laughs) semen milkshake (laughs) which was a great running joke through the movie they don't actually. Do they, uh, they no, don't no, actually no, say no, that? No, no they, they don't, don't actually say that. That's wait, what wait, wait, we call it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Let to me be, rephrase. To be fair, Devito has a name. He calls it, and then the scientist, the dick scientist, uh, like uh, scoffs at him. It was. It was just weird because it's like okay, super science opening. <laughs> he gets moved to a tropical island. Yeah. Goes finds out he has a twin. And, like, the narrator is, like, really weird about the whole thing, and then just goes, like, and then he doesn't listen to me, and then, like, he just, le- like, were they just gonna keep him on this tropical island forever? Yeah, are they? He, he thought he liked it there and had no interest in leaving. It was his slave labor, like, it, they explicitly stated he wasn't paid while he was there and he slept on the floor. They're busy. They're trying to clone a new Hitler over there, and then yeah, yeah. Well, they're trying to clone a Hitler on the mainland and then move him there. Did am I the only one that was getting a real boys from Brazil? Like you don't, you don't make a an Arnold Schwarzenegger in the jungles of South America without getting some very clear like. There was... Honestly, no, I wasn't, but. There, I, I didn't get, like, boys from Brazil exactly, but there was definitely some, like, weird, like, uh, I, I don't know how to exactly I, express I it, think... but that there was some weird shit with, like, how they were doing, like, the genetics and um, that, like. Yeah, I think they were trying to talk about your, like, um, Berkeley prison experiments and, like, um, National Institute for Mental Health early experiment, like, pre-ethics experiments and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I think that's what they were trying to get at, but. You, you you can't make a baby out of six dudes. This movie breaks silence <laughs> open eight fucking ways. This occurred dads. to me because they were... The movie came out in, I believe, 1988, and the characters are said to be 35. Okay. So then if they were conceived in, like, the mid-50s, did we have ultrasound then? I have no idea, like, I when know. we developed ultrasound, like, to, you know, look inside... At babies. Just Google search Danny DeVito ultrasound. (laughs) That would probably come up with some beautiful images. Um, uh, For reference, the two genres that this movie falls under on IMDb is comedy and crime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, All right. I was even going to guess sci-fi when you were mentioning that before. Because it's not heavy sci-fi, but... Obviously, the, like the the premise of the movie is kind of rooted in it. Well, that's what like that's kind of the thing. Like that's a plot point to get them places, but it's not relevant in the movie, so they don't care that it's yeah. dumb. Yeah, it, 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 but but uh, yeah, like just to finish, but like it, it just felt like a really weird opening with like yeah, like there's just super science, and like yeah, like there were parts of the stories that like worked pretty well but it just uh, it just fit together really weird to be fair it's not necessarily super science it's a government funded thing to have a bunch of men try try to sleep with a lady at the same time like <laughs> with her semen milkshake they n- n- like no evidence that any success occurred other than apparently six very fit men who did not look particularly fit I mean, yeah, it yeah. did. Her semen milkshake did bring a lot of boys I to mean, the yard. They looked pretty fit for fifties guys. I think also it wasn't necessary that they were fit. It's just that they were like peak yeah. people. Like some Perfect. of them were super intelligent One of them was and stuff an like that. Olympian, I believe. Perfect. Yeah. Human genetics. If they all looked like Arnold, then Arnold wouldn't be as impressive. <laughs> I'm sure he has a like bicep um, diameter claws. I'm I'm just saying I don't think like if you put those six men in the room I don't think you're telling apart the Olympian from the Nobel Prize winner. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They're like they're like old school uh, hot. It's like you didn't have to be that's Chris fair. Hemsworth in the in the past. You just had to have yeah. like sort of a mildly hairy chest. Hell yeah! But only mildly <laughs> and science nipple cups. Oh my god, those <laughs> nipple cups! What? I, it's for science. 
See, most people think semen only comes from the penis. I think I think it's mostly for nipples. <laughs> Enlighten me. <laughs> Have I been living my life wrong? Maybe. <laughs> that depends. Have Have you b- bought a pair of twins branded science nipple cups? No, I don't like the the aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a lot of fun with this movie. I I actually really enjoyed it. Like it's very dumb, but yeah, and, and like at least like at least for me, like let me kind of like preface most of my opinion with this is um cringe like misunderstanding humor isn't very funny to me most of the time. So like there were definitely like parts of this movie where I was just I I wasn't into it necessarily because the movie was bad, but just because it's not the type of humor that I enjoy. Uh, so like, yeah, keep that in mind when hearing my opinion. Uh, so yeah, like a lot of the early parts of the movie, I didn't really like because it was just like a lot of like, ha ha, he doesn't know like the rules of society. Let's like laugh. And I'm like, ah, I, 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 don't, I don't find this funny. I really enjoyed his, his like earnest character. Wow. It was, it was pretty. Okay. Adorable. I have a, I have a question though. Tepper, would yeah. you enjoy that character if he was a cute anime girl? I am Aww. not going to answer that question. <laughs> I plead the fifth on this. Well, you're going to dignify it. Uh, I don't think we're in the right country to do that. Uh, well, I'm doing it anyway. Let's continue. Uh, I have a thing unless it was Chris. Uh, yeah, I didn't like this very much. I thought it sucked. I was bored the whole fucking time. <laughs> it's a solid C-. minus. Okay, so I think I, I know why. I think this movie is a really big culprit of just kind of the whole, like... And, it you know, it kind of comes and goes in waves, but, like, this being, like, the late 80s, this movie seems to me to be, um... I don't want to say, like, a victim, because maybe culprit is the right word, of, like, Hollywood excess. Where this movie, I think when you guys brought up, like, the multiple kind of plot threads, um, like, it almost feels like they just fucking threw some darts at a wall of, like, popular 80s things. Right. And then just made a movie out of it. Like, yeah, like, Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay, they're twins. Okay, there's a crime yeah. plot. Uh, we get some okay, hot girls in there. Some cars. Some yeah. Like, it definitely, and part of it, too, obviously, is, like, Hollywood does try to be formulaic because they don't want to make people uncomfortable. Like they want the story where the guy gets the girl and all that. And I think this movie very much does kind of shoehorn in all that. Like, Oh, we want to be a funny, we want to be a romance. We want to, you know, not, we, we're never, we're not going to swear, even though this guy's a criminal, like we're going to kill some people, but we're not going to like do it on camera. We're going to point like a gun at the screen and be like, he's a bad guy. Um, that's actually, that reminded me of one of the pieces of trivia I read before coming into this. Um, this movie, this was one of two movies offered to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. The other was Suburban Commando. And had they chosen that, the lead cast of that, uh, Hulk Hogan and Christopher Lloyd would have been twins. They would have just swapped the actors for the movies. I'd live it. Christopher Lloyd as in doc yep i think that still would have been a bad movie what i mean it would have been a worse movie i'm pretty sure i can't even like picture that that yeah, is just like alien that's like weird. that is i cannot imagine christopher lloyd as the slimy character or hulk hogan as the earnest character yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the movie would definitely be worse. You'd, you'd have to switch them. Like, I could see Christopher Lloyd being, like, the perfect science man and Hulk Hogan being this, like, sleazy, like, car thief. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'd watch that movie. Hulk Hogan wouldn't do that. I still wouldn't like it, but, like... But even I'd though, watch like, it. Hulk Hogan is buff, it's not the same, like, difference. I think a big part of why Twins kind of works, even, like, for the amount that uh, we don't think it works very much is because Schwarzenegger is an Adonis and DeVito is a human egg. <laughs> like, <laughs> one of them is six foot something and again, like 250 pounds of muscle and the other one is like four and a half feet tall and I'm pretty sure crawled out of a mud puddle somewhere. Anybody else got 
good dunks on Danny DeVito. My, the one I wanted to do the whole time this movie was going on was he looks like a homunculus made out of discarded jack-o'-lantern parts. Oh, come on. No, we all love Danny DeVito. It's the, don't, it's the, don't be mean. I like him now that he's bald. He looks a lot better than he did with the weird half ponytail thing in this movie. Yeah, that was weird seeing him. Oh, I mean, especially, like, normally, I think in this movie, obviously, he was really trying to look like, you know, like a grease ball. So he had, like, the ponytail. Because normally he just kind of has, like, the balding, long longer hair. Honestly, the, the role that... I think is iconic to me that I remember him from is my sister watched Matilda a lot growing yeah. up. Like a lot of movies yes. based off Roald Dahl stuff. Sure. So that's why, again, that kind of, he's, to me, he's so good at playing that like that's sleazy on the list, character. Right? Sure is. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. yeah that's so a, that's we should, a fantastic we, we shouldn't go movie. too much into it. I, no, mean, I was, was not... going to say, I haven't watched it. So. We'll, we'll save it for, we'll save it for DeVito December. <laughs> oh, I'm into that. <laughs> Yeah, for Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like getting back to it, uh, one of like, I, I, I'm just borrowing like a term from something else, but like there were like parts of the dialogue where like it all seems normal, but there's just like a couple mm. word choices that really like took me out of it. Um, like kind of what I was thinking is like, it's almost like Uncanny Valley like dialogue, um, especially whenever they said mama that yeah. was i don't know if that made anyone else kind of like weird but i was yeah, i was like that's that's weird dudes. <laughs> it very much seemed like a thing that schwarzenegger's character would say uh and then i'm just like but not Danny devito's character and thus it seems weird but they're twins so they have to say the same thing hey but we don't know what danny devito's into I th- I think that uh, a thing that I liked about this movie that I thought hit home okay was uh, I, all the physical bits with Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. and Danny DeVito like doing the choreography at the same time. That was decent. Yeah. That 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 hit pretty well, and they did a good job. Yeah, well, and like the yeah uh, when he got like uh, defenestrated through his office door was pretty good. Like that was a nice. It's not even a transition because it's the same scene, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, the physical stuff was like, uh, you know, like it was the pavement that was his enemy. Um, you know, and <laughs> you get like the idea that was a good line. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia too. That Danny DeVito is not afraid to fall, like to yeah. f- to hurt himself a little bit because he knows it's goddamn hilarious. Uh, and like, what I I found like the one main thing that like kind of kept me in this movie was like as we were talking about during the movie itself was. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in his earnestness like worked like when after they meet dickhead scientist he's like no you're not like human refuse you just never had any of the advantages that I had you know you didn't grow up with this and that and like everything else he like lists it off but he goes like you're still like you and you still have the chance to change like I thought that was like well delivered and was like a good touching moment in the story like i was like yeah no like that's like i'm into this this is yeah. this is nice like his earnestness throughout the movie was really pleasant to see like when you know he at, right after like it was the pavement that was his enemy he's like oh like you've got like a light concussion and like he's trying to give the guy like i'll carry you to the hospital um like it, it was nice to see like a character who is just super earnest in that in that way and like that was for me by far the best part of the movie what about how earnest he was when he put the pedal to the metal and went, <laughs> I mean, that, that is Schwarzenegger at his most earnest. That's, that's, that's like a primal scream. <laughs> All right, guys, I've got an idea. On three, everyone give me your best Arnie noise. One, two, three. <laughs> I think we synthesize that. We might be able to recreate a Danny DeVito. <laughs> um, so what? I don't know if we're gonna do a synopsis, like you know, a blow by blow of this one. But um, I mean, we often don't. That fucking that scientist. What an awful scientist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick, was... dick science is not a good field. I can it's, no. it's not led by good people. Why they shut that shit down? Because he lied to a woman about her children. Lies to the children about their mother 
and had some real pseudoscientific ideas about how genes work and how good and yeah. evil separate out into different children. Well, like he lied, he he didn't lie to the children. He lied to the other scientists on the project. All right, yeah, fair enough. I'm actually confused. Like, like they were working together, and he's just like, "Your kids are dead." Turns around, the mother is dead. Go take this one to an orphanage and this one to an island. Yeah, it was bizarre. And I'll remain here at this very shitty office. Yeah, he was um, pretty awful person, <laughs> to say the least. I really liked how his door was still missing into the last scene with him, though. <laughs> that's, oh, I missed that. That security that's guard yeah. who showed up to find Arnold Schwarzenegger threateningly standing over a door he just kicked down. <laughs> yeah. And decided to say, is everything okay here? Instead of get on the ground, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, he probably gets paid minimum wage. Like, he's not gonna fight. Some big guy for dickhead scientist. If any of us were security guards and you walked into like the manager's room and there was a six and a half foot tall Eastern European man. Yeah, that's not my problem anymore. It depends. Do I get to be the Wilhelm scream for the movie? <laughs> if you want to be, yeah. then, I, then I would do my duty. <laughs> uh, you know, and like, yeah, and like there were like satisfying like i mean like when she like confronts dickhead scientist at the end and like fucking punches him in the face like yeah yeah like, you know and like there were like the lots of chains that they used to kill a guy that was <laughs> oh, that like, was beautiful yeah, scene that, that was actually pretty fun i was, yeah, I was, that was pleasantly so surprised. Yeah. yeah uh yeah like that was that was good yeah, like, there were a bunch of, like, individual moments that worked. Uh, like, another one that stuck out to me, like, it, that was a really good transition is he goes, like, yeah, like, my, I can feel it. Like, my, my twin is in danger or whatever. And then, like, Danny DeVito, like, wakes up to or whatever, like, honey, I'm home. And he's, like, you know, it cuts to him climbing out the window and, like, going down the... Leisure suit Larry style. Yeah, yeah, like, that was, like, I was like, yeah, that's a good transition. Like, that was, you know, it quickly sets up what his character's like, and, like, it's funny because, you know, like, Arnie's got this idea of who his twin is like, and he's in danger, not realizing, like, eh, his twin's not exactly how he imagines him, and um, he's in a different sort of danger of his own making. Uh, perhaps, like, cliche and very easy to guess, but, like, I thought it was still, like, good enough. Um... The movie surprised me a little at the end because I figured Danny's like, yes, I have all this money now. And then it's like, oh, but I need to do the right thing and save mom's house or whatever. But no, mm. like they like turned it into the proper authorities mostly. And so like, like yeah, they turned in most of it, like 80 percent. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing, though, like Danny's character does kind of grow, but he's still the shitty person he is but like he's definitely improved well you, i think yeah. you're supposed to love him for like you yeah know, that he's yeah, like, like he's... such a scoundrel i don't know I, I found he came off as just kind of an a-hole yeah like i think they, i think they were going for like he's a bit of like a rogue type character uh who like grows to be like like still like a little underhanded but not as uh um, yeah he like grows yeah. to he lo grows to love the idea of being around family that's basically it. Like And he becomes like like he does like become less of an asshole or like sleazy asshole. At at least in relation to family. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> and and I mean like and I think that's like kind of cool in, in like people don't change or like can't 180 yeah. their personality. Like they like People don't have this sudden revelation and go like, wow, I was like a total jerk. I'm going to be like the nicest person ever in the Paragon of Justice. Yeah, no, like, I uh, do appreciate that. Like, yeah. it's kind of a slow growth, I, but it's I, still there. I think that this has like a real like fairy tale sort of vibe to it because there are so many things that were just like plot points to jump past for the story that I wanted to sit down and talk about for like half an hour. Like, yeah. okay, so he got drummed out of an orphanage 
because he got statutory raped by a nun when he was 12 years old like that <laughs> oh, doesn't God, yeah. seem like a Jesus. thing that would happen that seems like that it seems like they would get rid of the nun in that well actually i mean we know I mean, they did they get did. rid of the nun yeah i was they gonna, did. Well, i mean we 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 know how that shakes out in real life unfortunately they just like move they, the they nun explicitly to said she place. got she got moved away and he stole stuff and ran away they didn't get oh, him out oh okay my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. bad he, he's he stole like the library fund or some shit like that. And oh, yeah, anyway. right, right. He did say that. Um, still fucked up, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was actually like, I like how you were like, wait, did like he have sex with the nun? And we're all like, yes. <laughs> well, then that would have been remember placing the movie time period wise, like the sixties. That would have been in the sixties. Yeah. So again, like that just would have been something that no one would have talked about well no exactly but it's no. like a haha like plot point in this but i guess especially because of recent history but, like but but you well, know i guess that's yeah. the thing is i think even in the late 80s that was kind of just something that it would be like if someone mentioned that to you you'd be like oh haha you're like you're so crazy don't talk about that kind of thing whereas like now after the me too movement we've obviously come to the point where we're like no people need to be able to like tell trust other people and tell them this stuff but obviously, again, like, this movie being now, what, like, 30 years old, pretty much? Like, that would date it. More. Well, yeah, more yeah. than 30. More than 30. I was ballparking, but yeah. like 30 years and some months. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, like speaking of, like, what you were saying, where, like, it's got a fairy tale quality to it, I'm pretty sure I'm using the term right, but, like, the movie kind of, like, lampshades that, where, like, Danny DeVito goes, like, you're just telling me, like, the orphan story, like, it's a fairy tale, basically, like, uh, yeah, oh, true. you know, I had, you know, secret parents who are rich and smart and, like, beautiful, and they're gonna show up one day and everything else like that, like, yeah, like, the movie kind of, like I said, I'm pretty sure I'm using the term right, but, like, lampshades it uh earlier in the movie uh and like yeah it does kind of have like fairy tale quality to it um a family coming together like two long separated uh twins like learning to love each other yeah temper we've been waiting to tell you for a while but um everyone in this room right now everyone in this podcast we're all your brother all of us cool this is how we decided to come out about it, was watching Twins with this, you. This yeah. entire podcast was an elaborate ploy. <laughs> I mean, I'd be honored to call you guys my siblings. Man, we've uh, used this brothers. podcast We've used this uh, podcast brothers, for yeah. a lot of uh, ploys so far. Yep. What if everyone on the podcast just has an ulterior motive? <laughs> <laughs> and it's all just wildly different? <laughs> It's like we're all on different telenovelas. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's in a different genre, too. Like, someone is comedy, someone is, like, snuff. That's a really good, actually, that's a really good idea for a party game. Like, everyone, it's like everyone is the big reveal character of their own thing. But you're all in the <laughs> like same. their own genre. Yeah, exactly, but you're all in the same thing. So, like, yeah. That's kind of fun. That was pretty good. Yeah, I am so good fun. at tangents. You really are. It's impressive. Um, yeah, so, like, yeah, like, parts of the movie worked. Um, there's some, like, pretty solid lines. Like, there, there are a couple good, like, quotes for this. Uh, like, the, the sister to, like, him, where he goes, like, I pray you never find him. Um... I really liked it when, like, he was being taught how to dance. That was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Like, that was yeah. another where, like, um, like, once they get past that, like, initial, like, them kind of meeting thing, like, there are some, like, really good kind of, like, like, family-like bonding moments between the two of them. Yeah, like, learning how to dance and everything else like that, and, um, yeah, like, there, there are moments, but, like, this movie just fits together so awkwardly that it's... Oh, as an overall movie, I wouldn't wouldn't really recommend it to anyone. On that subject, I think something that Chris and I did want to bring up, because we were talking about it briefly during the movie, was the kind of just the overall music and score. Yeah. Because for me, there were only a few like things that stuck out like a sore thumb. Most of it I thought was okay. Like whenever they were just playing like piano accompaniment and like it wasn't like a a full song, 
Like, they weren't just, you know, borrowing a popular, like, hit song. Whenever they were just playing music, I thought it, it fit the mood at least pretty well. Um, but then there were a couple times, it's, the only one that really stuck out for me was when he was on the plane and it started playing some, like, hip-hop remix of that whatever song he liked to sing. Oh, Yakety yeah. Yak. Yeah, Yakety Yak. And it was playing, like, Yakety Yak, Yak, Yakety Yak, Yak. And I'm just like, what, like who ever first of all who thought this song was a good idea second of all who put it in this movie but it was schwarzenegger's first experience of music or at least or pop music or is whatever. that what fucking island did they keep him on they kept him on yeah. science island with no microwaves and science no beds and no money yeah. but yeah no I, I i agree with you guys where like i think it was chris who said that like the soundtrack is obnoxious uh, and yeah, the music, like I, I, like I just phased out the majority of the music cause I just found it. There were a couple of moments that yeah. were, uh, like obnoxiously eighties. And then a the couple of, mo- like just a lot of like synthesized saxophone noise and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah like I think the song on the plane is intentionally poorly chosen because it is hit. It is supposed to be Julius's first experience of pop music and he puts something on and has no reference point and just really likes it um but and then i have no other opinions about music ever in any other capacity i know what my life purpose is i need to remake twins but when julius put the head puts the headphones on it's death rips (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you don't have to remake twins in order to do that yeah he does whole thing from the ground up do the whole thing (laughs) which one which one of you guys want to be the twins? Well, I mean, we've established we all are. Shot for shot. We all are. Um, this should this should please everyone. Um, there was supposed to be a sequel called Triplets. Yeah, I've heard about with this. Devito, Schwarzenegger, and Eddie Murphy. What? Uh, oh, wow. I was really hoping you would make them mm. guess because. Oh, I should have. Yeah. I was I was um, wondering right, like everyone forget about the last twenty seconds. As as you were saying that, my brain was racing. I was like, "All right, what is the third beat of this joke? Who is it? Who the fuck is it? Who the fuck is it?" And I was like, "Oh." Um, apparently, the project, I mean, theoretically, is going on, but not with those actors. Yeah, I think we probably just saw the same thing on Wikipedia. I think the last reference I saw to Triplets was like from twenty twelve when it was announced in pre production. Yep. So that probably means it's just in development hell. Yeah, that'll because never at this made. point, this definitely seems like, and I, I talked about this earlier, but like this movie to me definitely seems like a product of the 80s. Yeah. And kind of like that Hollywood excess era. So I could, or rather, I don't see um, like the sequel to this being made because I think that most parties in this, like I'd actually be curious to see, I know Schwarzenegger was in the... Um, Oh, what were the Stallone movies where it was like an ensemble action? Expendables. Cast? Expendables. Yeah, thanks. Um, I know he was in those. Yeah, he was mostly since... a cameo because that was around his uh, governing, governing When he was time. still, okay, yeah. yeah. And I know too that those movies had such an ensemble cast that not it wasn't like any one person was like really starring other than Stallone yeah. because he likes money. That being said, I only um, saw the first one, so I don't actually know if he has a bigger part. Of it. Oh, I, yeah, I think same. I think he has a I think he has a bigger role in like the second and third one. But yeah, the first That's one I know. Possible. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. my my point is just like this really seems like a a time where like Schwarzenegger is kind of like he did acting and then he did politics. But I think it seems like he's mostly done out of the limelight. Whereas like Danny DeVito. A lot of us, you know, still know he's acted. Like, we make references to his other projects. Um, Eddie Murphy, I don't think I've heard from from for a long time. He, like, he pokes his head out to do things, but the last couple things he's done have not been received very well. 2016 was his most recent. He has been donkey in more than 13 products. Oh, yeah, Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently he is still attached to the development hell triplets at this point i mean right like now that it's 2019 we can say it's been 
eight years realistically since maybe nine well so the original it was originally proposed in 2003 but that was when schwarzenegger was running for governor so had he not become governor we might have had a triple oh another alternate universe (laughs) every time you mention this shit you know you create a split in the time holy shit in the hulk hogan universe does hulk hogan run for governor of california oh my god (laughs) Just stop. Uh, Just stop now. And then Christopher Lloyd is on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? <laughs> that actually wouldn't I'm be... the trash man. I take the trash, Marty, and I eat it. It's the bar, Marty. He would do the same bug eye thing from... Oh, man. Yeah, no. That would be fun. At least, at least for a bit. I would love to see an episode of Always Sunny as how frank sees himself <laughs> like we're in yeah it's some like you get schwarzenegger in. Some, yeah like that would actually be the best cameo if, if we're oh really wow dreaming up the scenario right here but yeah that would be really good that is a great show by the way go watch that listeners if you haven't but you shouldn't be listening to us all right uh so eddie murphy has done a quarter of the amount of of um, uh, items that Schwarzenegger has in the past four years, and Stallone has done twice as many as Schwarzenegger. Oh, even more selective. Um, I just noticed that in the credits, uh, the mother is credited as old Mary Ann Benedict, but there is no actress for young Mary Ann Benedict. Hmm. So that was just kind of rude of them. <laughs> Un- unnecessary they could have just called him marianne benedict to the assholes because like you only see her in in pictures i'm pretty sure so or maybe a very brief se- oh there, there was that one scene, scene where she like walks up to shake hands with all the dudes that are gonna fuck her yes that is true <laughs> whoa 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 they didn't pay they we don't know that they parked her they made a semen milkshake i mean they act very awkwardly whenever they meet one of them in such a way that makes you really feel like that's probably what happened. <laughs> well, we I, only, I think we only saw one. Yeah. I yeah. think we only met, we only met one of the dads. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they had to run on the science sex treadmill until they ejaculated from their nipples. Yeah. Into that <laughs> sort of, um, automatic, uh, cow milker. Milkshake machine. Yeah. That would then jiggle their semen into one dude worth of semen. <laughs> Guys, stop, please. I can, I can only get so erect. <laughs> Pepper's dead. I I had a lot of fun. It's a pretty bad movie. Yeah, like like and like my thoughts on it is that there's a, there's not tons to really talk about in this movie. Like it's kind of mediocre. It's fairly generic. And yeah, like it's just kind of pieced together and like there's not there's not tons in the way of like glaring shit to talk about, but neither guys... is there Oh, we never talked about the villain. Yeah, that was, that was just going to bring up. Thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. How does he keep getting work? Yes, the pavement. How does it keep getting work? I don't understand. <laughs> Tell, teach me infrastructure. <laughs> he So he's just like, I will take this thing from you and deliver it and I will get paid. Okay, I had to come talk to you about the fact that the thing I'm supposed to deliver isn't there anymore. I kill you. Yeah, I I meet with the people who are supposed to pick it up before it arrives, and kill them too. uh, No, agree agree that he gets to be paid for this thing, but then I guess I'll kill them. But also, I'll kill you guys after. I I gotta assume the next the next part of his plan is like he goes to that cowboy guy, he hands him the briefcase, and then he shoots him in the head because he saw him. (laughs) Well, well, and he talks about, like, I am very well, exactly. professional, and, like, I, you know, like, my professionalism means everything, and then he's just fucking willy-nilly killing people, and also... But sometimes and not. And not, and killing, not killing others? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's like, I don't, like, on, on one hand, he goes, I don't let clients who see my face live. Uh, uh, all right, I guess, okay. So he shoots the two guys, 
And then, okay, he doesn't kill the three guys he meets in the house. Like, that, that, that I guess, like, works with what he was saying. But then at the end of the movie, he's killing, like, he's going to kill, like, Arnie and Danny DeVito. But they're not his clients. Like, uh... yeah, it's so, it makes no sense. He establishes that he only kills people he has business arrangements with. And I guess by being handed a briefcase by Danny DeVito, they were then in a in a business relationship. That counts. Did he establish that he only kills people he has a business relationship with? Yeah, he kills his clients that see him, but he could just also casually kill other people. Like, yeah, that's, not, that's not an if and only if statement. I mean, I can tell you one thing. When I saw that parking attendant tied up and gagged, oh. I thought... God, I wish that was me. Be still my beating heart. <laughs> also, when did he get rope and and a gag? Like, that wasn't his MO any other point in the movie. Hardware store? Uh, yeah, I don't normally... First of all, like, good quick answer. Second of all, <laughs> I also don't ask when people show up <laughs> and have a rope and a gag. I feel like the parking attendant probably had that on him. <laughs> I was going to say, so we've established why he didn't kill the parking attendant, because he was very cooperative. He was just like, just tie me up and gag me, and I will tell you exactly what you want. Oh my god. This is actually which, his very particular fetish, like being locked in a I trunk. I mean, is probably a very e- efficient fetish to have when you're going to potentially be threatened by criminals. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you work in the underworld, to just be really into it. It's like, oh man, I love getting my arm twisted by mobsters. <laughs> but yeah, like, because his his statement that like that's my money is just completely false. Yeah, because he gave it up and he agreed and he like he talks this big game about like oh, I'm so professional and everything else like that and then doesn't. Also, his gun is stupid as fuck. Like it looks like a rifle, but it he shoots it like a shotgun. But it's because it, it's a shotgun with a bunch of pieces on it that do- doesn't need to have. Like that's just. That's just some of the options you can put on shotguns. God, what what an asshole. I really hope he gets, like, crushed with a reasonable amount of chain. <laughs> <laughs> but no more than that. No. Like, so, where does that, where do those millions of dollars go? Like, it was illegally handed over to him, and then they give it to the police because it's part of the investigation. But, like, it's not... In, Does the company just get it back? Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to know, like, literally in the United States how that would work? The police keep it. Yeah, and almost yeah. almost everywhere the police keep it. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It's, uh, you should look up the laws regarding it. It's really it's fucked up. It's real fucked up. And we have, that in, we have that in Canada, too. Like, what the police are allowed to, like, during the course, like, that they justify taking during the course of investigations, and they don't necessarily have to give back, it's fucked. Yeah, and it's yeah. not that there there's a rule that says like they're allowed to take something out of the evidence room, but there's no law that says a dog can't play basketball, if you know what I mean. So like <laughs> like there's nothing that says specifically that like they can't f- fund their, you know, precinct or whatever with, you know. Anyway, and there's like no rules over how they we, use yeah. this money either. We aren't yeah. we aren't where you're gonna get your real information on this, but it is it is that's that's it, fucked it, up. It but it's good yeah. that Danny DeVito managed to hide one million of those dollars for whatever fucking pyramid scheme flowers. his character ended yeah. up doing. <laughs> All but on yeah. flowers. Man, I wish he had made the joke like being a good guy feels like a million bucks. Like it would have just been so. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think they missed an opportunity for a lot of, like, the couple times this movie, like, pulled off, like, a pun or kind of, like, a setup and a punchline, half of them, to me, like, felt, like, super, like, they were just, like, such a low-hanging fruit that, like, even I wouldn't have gone for it. Where, like, do do you guys know what I mean? Where, like, there were, I feel like there were so many opportunities in this movie for the scriptwriters to be a bit clever, and they, it's not that they dropped the ball. I don't think they ever even had the ball in their hands. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's what I, that was actually something I wanted to say. Like, I think the casting of Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger as twins is beautiful and brilliant, and they do it very well. I but they weren't given that great of material to work with. Yeah, it felt like to me yeah. that they had this great idea of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are twins, and then they were like, "What do we do with that?" Yeah, it's like yeah. that's it. <laughs> 
Well, exactly. And then we get back to my thing of, again, I think they kind of just did the 80s movie thing where they threw darts at a, a wall of suggestions and were just kind of like, yep, yeah, so these two weird guys are twins and there's a crime drama and they both get to bang twins at the end. And it's like, okay. And have twins. I guess all this goes in the same movie. Yeah, it was bizarre. Da 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 da. Tepper's Tops. Tepper's Tops. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Connor. That was beautiful. A beautiful <laughs> rendition. Thanks. All right. So I'm just thinking because I might be moving a few things around. Not allowed. Yeah, I feel like so I thought you get one. I think you get I think you get to place and you get one move per episode. Is the uh, rule. I can't remember the rule. Is that the rule? I think it is now. We've never. There's never been a firm rule, but that has been what has has occurred previously. Okay, I think. Bedknobs and broomsticks at number three. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, not happening. I wouldn't even ever. put it at number three. I'd put it at like seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'd gonna... probably put it at seven. Yeah. Um, I think I'll put this movie in the number 16 slot, moving Neverending Story up. Huh. Uh, and the other thing I'm... You mean, wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, down? Oh, 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 no, okay, sorry. Put it in 17, moving it down. My bad. Ah, okay. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah, knocking yeah. out Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Good. Not so happy anymore. Um... And the other thing I'm thinking about doing is, I think Beetlejuice is going to move down to 15. Wow. Wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 above Beetlejuice. That's fair. I'm not, I'm not like ridiculing or anything. That's like... Yeah, Beetlejuice seems like a really love it or hate it movie. Yeah, I, I just find like Beetlejuice... Other than, like, one character, it just, it's absolutely forgettable to me. And, like, I just, like, oftentimes when I, like, think of movies, like, I go, like, would I be willing to rewatch, like, that movie? And, like, for Beetlejuice, I'm like, no, I wouldn't really be into rewatching Beetlejuice. Like, I just find it kind of boring. Um, so, the most interesting thing about this to me is that currently... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and its villain Walker are now in the number 14 slot, and <laughs> Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice are in the number 15 slot. Damn. Shit, I didn't even think about that. That worked out. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it's potentially about to change, depending on where you rank. Yeah. Gun guy? <laughs> uh, client killer? <laughs> client killer? The professional. <laughs> I don't actually know what his name is. A pavement is the villain. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would, rank, it would rank higher. I like Connor's answer. I think it's, he might have been Webster? Webster. Somebody, Webster yeah. sounds right. Yeah, 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 Webster, yeah. Um, so, so, Webster and his sidekick pavement. They really showed it to uh, parking lot boy. Oh man, if we include pavement, that would bump him <laughs> so much higher up. <laughs> uh, so, so are we including the pavement in this villain? <laughs> I mean, no, no. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm not the root. I'm not the judge here. It's no. entertaining, but the answer is probably no. Okay, we we should go with the main villain because of his because he is much less interesting. Webster, everybody's favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna put this guy uh, number nineteen. I think. Wow. Yeah, number nineteen. Oh, oh wow! Just... Gmork. Worse, worse than Gmork. But like he, he had similar problems to Gmork. It seems like, right? Yeah. Well, like Gmork. Uh, that's why, like the asterisk was kind of there. Is like Gmork in concept is like a really cool villain. He just wasn't given the screen time to really bring out like his cool aspects of him. That's where like as much as he's rated rated so low, he's still like interesting. Oh, where this guy's like, the he, opposite. Like, he... Yeah, this guy like he had plenty of screen time to fuck up how cool he we thought he was. 
he was, he was yeah. boring. Like he, there was nothing going for him. Like he was just generic. I'm kind of an assassin, but like my rules make no sense, and I just randomly kill people. But yeah, he was just boring. Like he was just absolutely. Yeah. Boring. You're making this point without saying it, but he really has no character. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a few things that yes, like he does as a person. But if you're like, oh, what's kind of like a weird thing about that dude? And it's like, he can't get his M.O. down. Yeah. Like, apparently, yeah, like, you, I didn't find it as big of a problem, but you guys were bringing up his logic earlier. Uh, yeah, I hated like how it so he much. Apparently, he would have to kill his clients if anyone interacts with him. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, like, Gamork lacked the screen time to really bring out the cool aspects of him, but, like... Like, he, he was really well done, and, like, his voice was menacing, and... Uh, like, he had presence in the scenes that he did, you know, actually showed up. But he just kind of showed up at the end, got shanked, and died. And ended up being really lame in that sense. Uh, but in every other way, like, he was cool. That's where, yeah, like, as much as he's low, he's actually, like, really cool. Um, Webster is just, yeah, there's nothing to him. Uh... What if the pavement had been given the dumb-looking shotgun? <laughs> um, if 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 the pavement was included, ooh, uh, probably put him in the number twelve slot. Holy shit! <laughs> just well, I I I just I just absolutely love that line of like, no, it was the pavement who was who was his enemy. Like, who was at fault? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, it was so good. For reference, it's a Mossberg 500 bullpulp shotgun. Huh. I just found a movie gun wiki. Interesting. Um, so, semen milkshake dads? <laughs> <laughs> Where do they rank? <laughs> is, All six? Is that like a business? Together? Is is the Wait, unethical or, scientist or this... the business dad? Yeah, because for me, the thing that stuck out is that the scientist was a little bit more of like the dad because it yeah. was like his idea. Yeah. Like, see, like like ethical science business dad, and then there was unethical science business dad who is much less of a father. Uh, and then there's obviously uh, milkshake men. Gen- genetic milkshake uh, <laughs> business dad. The, just every so, time, oh my god! So many here milkshake now. <laughs> eight, eight I, business dads. So there were six. Mi- <laughs> there was there was six there was six semen milkshake dads, but there are right. two additional business dads. Yeah, who are so science. hear me out. So much business. Our business dads list is a little sparse. <laughs> We're not putting eight business dads from one movie on this. We're, it wouldn't be eight, it would be, it would three. be three. Oh, come we, now. We don't know enough about the six individuals. That means they did, Chris. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stick with my what my opinion has been this entire time. Adding superfluous business dads is a bad idea. One business dad per movie. But not one business dad per Jeff. You heard it here, folks. Who is our decision for business dad for this movie? Um, Should we put it to a vote? I think unethical business dad is a good business dad. He's the least dad of them, and not just because of business. Like, he is the least important in that role, right? Like, there's obvious importance to ethical uh, science business dad. I like the milkshake men. (laughs) (laughs) It's Milkshake, milkshake, man, business dad is definitely an entertaining thing to write on this list. See, I, I really do want to vote for like the scientist though, because I feel like are you he for which failed one? his fa- the, his like actual father figure or the the dick? Oh, uh, the dick. I guess. Oh, that's a weird thing. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking when you guys were mentioning the other father figure. Yeah, his blessing. His his kind of father figure is a dick because obviously he didn't tell him about the outside world but the dude i think who came up with the experiment in my brain like if i'm trying to logic this out like that dude is responsible for giving him life so that dude's kind of his father to me yeah he did like use government funding to generate the existence of arnold schwarzenegger 
like technically he was he was playing God. Like yeah. he was playing God because he ah, business was god. not the mother earth. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Our our first business god. Especially to me because too he had kind of since he had the scene where he kind of yeah, like as you guys pointed out, he kind of pointed to Danny DeVito and went like, You're a waste of genetics. Like he really had the kind of thing where as the business dad being either absent or a jerk, he really had the jerk aspect going where he lied to all the people he coordinated on the experiment with. He lied to the subjects of the experiment. Uh, he then tried to like cover it up to them. And then when he got to explain it to them, finally, he kind and I feel like this was more for the plot of the movie's sake. But when he was, like, explaining it to them and going, like, yeah, so secretly, like, we had you two bred but didn't know that the second tune would be born and yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, he just flips a switch and goes, like, by the way, uh, Danny DeVito, you're fucking useless. You're slime. You are a subhuman. You shouldn't have been born. I know that because of science. Can we just, like, pick a name now? Yes, and move on. (laughs) Yeah. Unethical science business, Dad. I think that probably was fine. So we've been calling him this whole time anyways. Uh, so what number, Tapper? Okay, um, slot him in. He was pretty big dick. Um. He's potentially the least dead. Yeah, he's not in, super in Under many definitions. You know, might have mixed a little bit of his own into that milkshake. So. I mean, if you're making That's... a list of the best man to get jizz from, you're not going to put yourself on there? <laughs> no, not me. Fuck no. That's why Danny DeVito happened. Oh my god. Oh, that's why he hates him so much. Yeah. He was he was the only unknown variable in his, in his uh, semen milkshake. Crack this the only unknown variable in my semen milkshake. How did you guess the title of my autobiography? <laughs> I was gonna steal that one, yeah, I was gonna make a similar joke about like an album title. Where are we putting them? Oh sorry, give me a second. Um I I I guess, um, yeah, because he's a pretty, pretty douchey guy. I guess, like, in the number four slot, like, he's pretty awful. Wow, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it's, you know, like, everyone below him, like, there was a sense of, like, yeah, they're kind of dicks to their children, or to an extent, or, like, you know, too focused on business, but, like, they care. This dude's just kind of, like... I just want to breed, like, the perfect human. And, uh, by the way, like, if you're not perfect, you're subhuman filth who should just go and die. And it's like, hmm. Huh. So you're saying, you're saying he's a better father than Mr. Parrish? Uh, Parrish, at least, at the end of, um, Jumanji, like, they, they made up. Like, they realized, like, he realized his mistake and was like, no, I'm really sorry about this. And also, like... He didn't realize that there was a whole gang of murder bullies after his son. Like he no, just no, thought, like, but that, oh. that's what I'm saying. You're saying Mister Parrish is a worse father. Oh, figure. oh, yeah. Sorry, actually, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put put him up to the number three slot. All right. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Because yeah, like I agree. Like Mister Parrish starts off probably as well, maybe not as bad, but definitely becomes more, yeah. more less business. Oh, oh, never in the glory. Uh, I mean, it's never in the Arnie. We oh, know, we right. know who it is. Yep. Yeah. Wait. Yep. Does yep. he get? To, does he get a second? Oh, yes. They are a summoner in Eidolon. Yeah. They're one unit. Yeah. Or does he get time to explain like the rules of engagement to them, and then drop a chain on their head? <laughs> <laughs> the rules of a crisis. The three rules of a crisis. So yeah, Julius and Vincent Benedict. Join the fight. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that'll do. Yeah, uh, just before I go, just want to apologize for my shitty poster description at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I was uh, pretty tired and, like, forgot half my vocabulary there. Like, I was <laughs> like, hmm, fa- f- f- font? <laughs> What's that? 
Um, I also yeah, want to apologize because I fell victim to my own vocabulary, but that's because Tever was so tired that I was getting distracted by how tired he was. <laughs> so, uh, ratings. Oh God. Um, I give this movie. Um, I give this movie one like pure, beautiful Aryan uh, child and uh, one swarthy one uh, out of one womb. I give this movie two weird twins out of six man milkshake. There we go. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this movie being one that I recommended really didn't live up to my my memory of it. So I would probably have to give this one one term of Schwarzenegger's service as governor of California out of 13 seasons of Danny DeVito <laughs> on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, this is really like a real rating, but like four dead clients out of four, I guess. It's not a very good movie, though. Uh, and I'd I'd give this movie one Webster out of pavement. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you all for joining us for Arnie April. It's been something. Don't know why we did it, but we're here. It's good. I just love that terrifyingly large man. One, two, three, Arnie noise. <laughs> not sure if there was a temper one in there. There was not. <laughs> Didn't think so. We'll uh, teach you what it means to have fun soon, Tepper. I, I know how to have fun. Yeah, we read your essay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and with that, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. My name's Jeff. And I'm Tepper. And thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube. Follow